recorded. Yeah. <laughs> you finish that again. Sorry, I'm doing my uh, voice warm up. Uh, what was it though? In case people want to no, do it no, themselves. No, 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 no. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Um, oh, we forgot to clean this. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, we'll cut that. Um, welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomena. You shouldn't say we'll cut that because then I'm not going to cut it. Because I know that you want to cut, but I leave it in just to spite you. Yeah, oh well. It's not like anything bad's going to happen, right? Um, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We're a minute in. You I don't, were, I don't you, think you're really recording because I didn't hear the. No, it's not. That's uh, not on. Uh, why not? It was on last time. My, no, it wasn't. It's on like an hour ago. No, it wasn't. My laptop was muted. No, I heard it. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, we're taking a step back from all the uh, quantum physics and. Uh, other stuff that we talked about last time, uh, mainly because we're just tired of it. We're tired of talking it hurt about my it. Head. It's, uh, well, it hurt Douglas's well, head. My head understood no, 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 it because no, no. I'm a See, fucking beast. After that podcast was recorded, I went and studied for hours. Um, and I, I, I have a full online degree in quantum physics right now. Do you? Um, yeah. Explain uh, it then. Quantum physics. I mean, this isn't a quantum physics podcast. Uh, but like, just like, give us a little it's, teaser. It's, it's not, give us it's a teaser. Not what, it's not what our a teaser. It's not what our audience is here for. That's um, what I'm here for. But you're not the audience. Tease I'm me. Not trying to please you. I'm not trying to tease you or please you. Um, it's it's spooky season. Um, it is spooky season. And so what my plan is. For spooky season is I want to tell some very disturbing stories. No. Um, so the one I picked for today isn't really it's it's super creepy. Um, I thought it was is it spooky or is it creepy? It's it's Chris spooky. Uh, fine. Um, so the first time I heard this story, I was in the woods uh, around a campfire, and my little sister told it to us, and. Um, it was also uh, one of the first times, or on that trip, uh, we were in North Carolina. It's one of the first times I experienced something paranormal. Mm, sure um, but you it did. didn't really have anything, like, nothing was, nothing happened directly after telling this story. Um, something related to the story happened, but no, like, it was, it was all right. But, um, but yeah, so this story is called. Unless you want to, did you did you want to talk about something? Do you have a pre-topic? Um, nothing interesting has really happened between when we last recorded and now. <laughs> uh, except for that. Uh, Getting a haircut in a week. New girl. Sorry, I had a tangle in my hair. You look such, so much like a dyke. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting. Uh, no, I don't really know. No. Well, what what are you what are you, should we talk about? You know, Halloween costumes and stuff. Don't lay down, please, because I know you're just gonna fall asleep. Yeah, I probably should sit up. <sighs> Actually, no. I was gonna ask for a candle to set the the creepy mood, but I would fall asleep. It's just yeah. 
Um, do I? What do you mean Halloween costumes? Like, what our plans for Halloween costumes are? I don't know yet. Yeah. I know. I'm gonna be Blake from Workaholics. Maybe I'll f- I'll figure one out soon. Well, you have to. You have thirty days. Nothing fell off. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll figure it out by then. But yeah, so we're spooky season is officially in full swing. Um, thirty days until Halloween. Uh, it's getting cooler, which is good. Um, it's football weather. It's been unbearably hot. It has. It's been it's been Satan's asshole. Um, the past. The past week, it's been cooling down significantly. Like, we have highs in the 70s, and I know for some of our listeners, maybe, that's not that cool. But that's that's a war- like that's a nice, cool day if there is a high of 75. That, yeah. Um, lows have been getting in the 50s, but I'm not a weatherman. That's not why I'm here. Let's tell a scary story. Thank God. Um, so, this story is called Eight Feet Tall. I've talked about this with you before. Not on the podcast. No. Dude. Okay. The eight feet tall. There is a very good chance this has been talked about on the podcast before. Really? Yes. On Just which episode? A l- long time ago. Like, when you said that, it made me think of when we were in my dorm at the table recording. But I'm not entirely sure. But just keep going. Well, just hold on. Just pause it, and then let's look through the episodes. Dolphin penis. <laughs> wow. Um. So uh, we don't think we talked about this. We didn't before. see any evidence, yeah, so but doesn't mean we haven't seen it. We just—it's a good story. We're not thorough enough because. Eh. It's a good story. And it's um, spooky season, and a good story. Then we're gonna so hear it. It's basically. These stories that I'm going to be telling over the span of spooky season, some of them might be real. Some of them might just be urban legends. We're not really trying to prove things. We're just trying to creep you out. All right? At least that's what my, my thing is for this mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. And um, we're posting a different picture of Douglas shirtless every week to really creep you out. Yes. Uh, this is true. Um, if you can find some, uh, you can find. But yeah, um, so eight feet tall, or, and I hope I don't have trouble pronouncing this word, Hachishakusama, is what this creature is called. Um, but yeah, let's get into the story. You want to see a picture? Mm-hmm. It's Japanese. We've totally talked about this before. Not on the podcast. I don't think so. I know I've told it to you. I want to. Okay, let's hear more of it. Um, so, story starts. My grandparents lived in Japan. Ring any bells? It's the first line! (laughs) Every summer, my parents would take me there on holiday to visit them. They lived in a small village, and they had a big backyard. I loved to play there during the summer. When we arrived, my grandparents always welcomed me with open arms. I was their only grandchild. So the eight-foot-tall thing comes out in, like, season when he's playing. Last time I saw no, no, them no. was the summer when I was eight years old. As usual, 
My parents booked a flight to Japan, and we drove from the airport to my grandparents' house. They were delighted to see me and had a lot of little presents to give me. My parents wanted to give, wanted to have some time by themselves, so after a few days, they took a trip to another part of Japan, leaving me in the care of my gram- grandma and grandpa. One day, I was playing out in my backyard. My grandparents were, in, were inside the house. It was a hot summer's day. Like over some bushes or something. And I laid down on the grass to rest. I stared up at the clouds and enjoyed the feeling of the soft rays of the sun and the gentle breeze. I was about to get up, and I heard a strange sound. This, if, if this, if I have, this is what's going to get it. Poe. Yeah, Poe! Poe, Poe, Poe! You know what I did? What? It's not from the podcast. I read it to those kids. <laughs> you work. did! <laughs> you read it to the kids at work! I just remembered that. Yeah! When we worked at St. Paul's, <laughs> Douglas read it to a bunch of second graders at work. Because they wouldn't shut up. <laughs> And they got really scared. They did. Oh, okay. So, yeah, was, we've never talked about uh, this on the podcast. I was confused. I was getting scared. Poe, Poe, yeah. <laughs> so, he heard, or she, I don't know. Um, Poe, 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 Poe. I didn't know what it was, and it was hard to figure out where it was coming from. It sounded almost like somebody was making the noise themselves. As if they were saying po 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 over and over again in a deep masculine voice. Stop doing that. What is that? Is that a raisin? Oh, you sicko. You <laughs> don't chew on the mic. Oh. Um, don't ruin the story either. It's Sorry. getting it's getting good. So story goes. I was looking around, searching for the source of the noise when I suddenly noticed something on top of the tall hedges. That enclosed the backyard. Yep. It was a straw hat. It wasn't resting on the hedge. It was behind it. That's where the sound was coming from. Po, 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 po. Then the hat began to move as if someone was wearing it. The hat stopped at a small gap in the hedge, and I could see a face peering through. It was a woman, but the hedges were high. Almost eight feet tall. Oof. It's another, it's another scary picture. Uh, um. I was surprised at how tall the woman was. I wondered if she was wearing stilts or some sort of huge high-heeled shoes. Then a split second later, she walked off, and the strange noise disappeared with her, fading into the distance. Bewildered, I got up and wandered back into the house. My grandparents were in the kitchen drinking tea. I sat down at the table, and after a while, I told my grandparents what I had seen. They weren't really paying attention to me until I mentioned the distinctive sound, which was Jackson. Poe. 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 As soon as I said that, both of them suddenly froze. Grandma's eyes grew wide and she covered her mouth with her hand. Grandpa's face became very serious, and he grabbed me by the arm. This is very important, he said, in an intense voice. You must tell us exactly how tall was she. As tall as the garden hedge, I replied, beginning to get scared. My grandfather bombarded me with questions. Where was she standing when did this happen? 
What did you do? Did she see you? I tried to answer all his questions as best I could. He suddenly rushed out to the hallway and made a phone call. I couldn't hear what what he was saying. I looked over at my grandma, and she was trembling. Grandpa came back into the room and spoke to my grandmother. I've got to go out for a while, he said. You stay here with the child. Don't take your eyes off him for a second. It's a him. Um, What's going on, Grandpa? I cried. He looked at me with a sad expression in his eyes and said, You've been liked by the Hachisakasuma. (laughs) With that, he hurried out, got into his truck, and drove off. I turned to my grandmother and cautiously asked, Great. Who's Hachi Shakasuma? <laughs> Who's Suzuki Honda Civic? <laughs> Who's Hachi Shakasuma? Who's Hachi Shakusama? Hachi Shakusama. Say that five times. It's hard. Don't worry, she replied in a shaking voice. Grandpa will do something. There's no need for you to worry. As we sat nervously in the kitchen waiting for my grand- grandfather to come back, She explained what was happening. She told me there was a dangerous thing that was haunting the area. They called it Hachishaku-sama. I did it. Because of its height. In Japanese, Hachishaku-sama means eight feet tall. It takes on the appearance of an extremely tall woman and makes a sound like po, po, po in a deep male voice. It appears slightly differently depending on who sees it. Some say it looks like a haggard old woman in a kimono. And others say it is a girl in a white funeral shroud. One thing that never changes is its height and the sound it makes. Closer to the mic. A long time ago, it was captured by monks, and they managed to confine it in a ruined building on the outskirts of the village. They trapped it using four small religious statues called Jesus, and they placed that they placed at the north, south, east, and west of the ruins, and it wasn't supposed to be able to move from there. Somehow it managed to escape. The last time it appeared was 15 years ago. My grandmother said that anyone who saw eight feet tall was destined to die within a few days. When Grandpa came back, there was an old woman with him. She introduced herself as Kaysan and handed me a small crumpled piece of parchment Saying, mute the TV. Saying, here, take this and hold it. Then she and Grandpa went upstairs to do something. I was left alone in the kitchen with my grandmother again. I needed to go to the toilet. Granny followed me to the bathroom and wouldn't let me shut the door. I was beginning to get really frightened by all this. <laughs> I began to just unload my guts. Grandma <laughs> looked at me and said, Something's wrong. After a while, after my poop, Grandpa and Kaysan took me upstairs and brought me into my bedroom. The windows were covered in newspaper and lots of ancient runes had been written on them. Is that a plane? No, it's three hours of scary, ominous, and creepy horror music. Oh, okay. It has six million views. <laughs> Keep going. Um, there were small bowls of salt in all four corners of the room. And a small Buddha figure placed at the center of the room on top of a wooden box. There was also a bright blue bucket. What's the bucket for, I asked. 
It's for your pee and poo, Grandpa part of <laughs> But if, there, if the bathroom incident just a minute ago is any indication, we're going to need a bigger bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kason sat me down and said, on the bed and said, Soon the sun will be setting, so listen carefully. You must stay in this room until tomorrow morning. You must not come out under any circumstances until 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Your grandmother and grandfather will not speak to you or call you until then. Remember, do not leave the room for any reason until then. I will let your parents know what is going on. She spoke in such a grave tone that all I could do was quietly nod my head. You have to follow Kason's instructions to the letter, Grandpa told me. And never let go of the parchment she gave you. If anything happens, pray to Buddha. And make sure you lock this door when we leave. They walk out into the hallway. After say- and after saying goodbye to them, I closed the bedroom door and locked it. I turned on the TV and tried to watch, but I was so nervous I felt sick to my stomach. Grandpa had left, Grandma had left some snacks and rice balls for me, but I couldn't eat them. I felt like I was in prison, and I was very depressed and scared. I lay down on the bed and waited, but before I knew it, I was asleep. When I woke up, it was just after 1 a.m., and all of a sudden I realized that something was tapping on the window. I felt the blood draining from my face, and my heart skipped a beat. I desperately tried to calm myself down, telling myself, it was just the wind playing tricks, or maybe the branches of a tree. I turned up the volume on the TV to drown out the tapping noise. Eventually, it stopped together. That was when I heard Grandpa calling me. Are you okay in there? He asked. If you're scared, you don't have to stay in there all alone. I can come in and keep you company. I smiled and rushed over to the door, but then I stopped in my tracks. I had goosebumps all over my body. It sounded like Grandpa's voice. But somehow, it was different. I couldn't tell what was, but I just knew. What are you doing, Grandpa asked. You can open the door now. I glanced to my left, and a chill went down my spine. The salt in the bowls was slowly turning black. I backed away from the door. My whole body was trembling with fear. I fell to my knees in front of the Buddha statue and clutched the piece of parchment tightly in my hand. I started desperately praying for help. Please save me from the Hachi Shakusama, I wailed. Then I heard the voice outside the door saying, Po, 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 po. The tapping on the window started up again. I was overcome by fear. That was a pretty scary tap. Thank you. I was overcome by fear. And I crouched there in front of the statue, half crying and half praying for the rest of the night. I couldn't, I felt like it would never end, but eventually it was morning. The salt in all four bowls was pitch black. I checked my watch. It was 7.30 a.m. I cautiously opened the door. Grandma and Kaysan were standing outside, the, outside waiting for me. When she saw my face, Grandma burst into tears. I'm so glad you're still alive, she said. I went downstairs and was surprised to see my father and mother sitting in the kitchen. Grandpa came in and said, hurry up, we've got to get going. We went to the, fr- to the front door and there was a large black band waiting in the driveway. Several men from the village were standing around it, pointing at me and whispering, that's the boy. The van was a nine-seater and they put me in the middle, surrounding, surrounded by eight men. Kaysan was in the driver's seat. 
The man on my left looked down at me and said, You've got yourself in quite a spot of trouble. I know you're probably worried. Just keep your head down and your eyes shut. We can't see it, but you can. Don't open your eyes until we've got you safely out of here. Grandpa drove in front of my dad's car. Grandpa drove in front and my dad's car was following behind. When everyone was ready, our little convoy started moving. We were going fairly slow, around 20 kilometers per hour, maybe less. After a while, Kason said, this is where it gets hard. Started muttering, muttering a prayer under her breath. That was when I heard the voice. Po, 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 po. I clutched the parchment, parchment Kason had given me tightly in my hand. I kept my head down, but I peeked outside. I saw a white dress fluttering in the breeze. It was moving along with the van. It was the Hachi Shakusama. She was outside the window, but she was keeping pace with us. Then suddenly she bent down and peered into the van. No, I gasped. The man beside me shouted, close your eyes. I immediately shut my eyes as hard as I could and tightened my grip on the piece of parchment. Then the tapping began. The voice became louder. Po, 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 po. There was a tapping on the windows all around us. All the men in the van were startled and on edge, muttered, muttering nervously to themselves. They couldn't see the eight feet tall, and they couldn't hear the voice, but they could hear the tapping on the windows. Kason started praying louder and louder until she was almost shouting. The tension inside the van was unbearable. After a while, the tapping stopped and the voice disappeared. Kason looked back at us and said, I think we're safe now. All of the men around me breathed a sigh of relief, and the van pulled over to the side of the road, and the men got out. They transferred me into my dad's car. My mother held me close, and tears were running down her cheeks. Grandpa and my father bowed to the men, and they went on their way. Kason came to the window and asked me to show her the piece of parchment she had given me. When I opened my hand, I saw that it had gone completely black. I think you will be okay now, she said. But just to be sure, hold on to this for a while. She handed me a new piece of parchment. After that, we drove straight to the airport, and Grandpa saw us safely on the plane. When we took off, my parents breathed a sigh of relief. My father told me he had heard about eight feet tall before. Years ago, his friend had been liked by her. The boy disappeared and was never seen again. My father said there were other people who had been liked by her and lived to tell the tale. They all had to leave Japan and settle down in foreign countries. They were never, never able to go back to their homeland. She always chooses children as her victims. They say it's because children are dependent on their parents and family members. This makes them easier to deceive when she poses as their relatives. He said the men in the van were all blood relatives of mine. And that's why they have been sitting around all around me and why my father and grandpa have been driving in the front and back. It was all done to try and confuse the Hachi Shakusama. It took a while to, to contact everyone and get them all together. That's why I had to be confined in a uh, room all night. He told me that one of the little Jizo statues, the ones that were meant to keep her trapped, had been broken, and that is that was how she escaped. It gave me the chills. I was glad, I was glad when we finally got back home. All this happened more than 10 years ago. I haven't seen my grandparents since then. I haven't been able to to so much set a foot in the country. Afterwards, I would call them every few weeks and talk to them on the phone. Over the years, 
I tried to convince myself that this was just an urban legend, that everything that happened was just some elaborate prank. Sometimes I'm not so sure. My grandfather died two years ago. When, when he was sick, he wouldn't allow me to visit him, and he left strict instructions in his will that I wasn't to attend his funeral. I was all very sad. My grandmother called a few days ago. She said that she, was, she has been diagnosed with cancer. She missed me terribly and wanted to see me one last time before she died. Are you sure, Grandma, I asked? Is it safe? It's been ten years, she said. All that happened a long time ago. It's all forgotten. You're all grown up now. I'm sure there won't be a problem. But, but, what about the Hachi Shakusama? I said. For a moment, there was silence on the other end of the phone. Then I heard a deep, masculine voice saying, Po, 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 Po. The end. Are you spooked? <laughs> so spooked. <laughs> well, uh, that is my first story of spooky season. Uh, that, I mean, that's definitely a creepy story. Spooky. Um, but I think from here on out, I'm only going to get creepier. <gasps> oh. So. I'm pretty sure we have a... Hold on. What? Do we have a spooky stories? <gasps> a spine-tingling tour of the world's most haunted places. Hmm. I used to have um, one of those books that had all the... Uh, uh, spook, spooky stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, scary yeah. stories to tell in the yeah. dark. Those were good. Those were. Those had some good ones. So, after my little sister told me this story in the middle of the woods, um, I went to bed. Uh, that, no, I, it was a couple days after she told the story. So I was in bed in our cabin at the time. I was at on the top floor. Or, like, the second floor. It was, like, an old farmhouse uh, thing. Cabin. And, um... So, my bed was in the middle of the room. Um... In between a window and a mirror. So, there's a mirror on one side facing the window. So, I could see out the window. And, um... I woke up at, like, midnight or 1 a.m. And I could see a face peering through the window. And from that point on, staying in that cabin, I put pillows up on all the windows. Sounds like a bitch. It was spooky. You haven't ex- experienced any ghostly. I have not, no. And you want to, but it's creepy. I don't know. I'm not like, <coughs> oh, yeah, I want to, like, come my way. <laughs> oh, ghost. yes, I want this. No, it's more just like, it's never happened, but, you know, if it did, that'd be interesting. It would be. It is. But yeah, so that's my thing. That's what you should expect from me. It the only month goes of October. From, only gets worse from here. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Well, um, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you're not too freaked out. Um, and you're welcome. Any words? Uh. I- I like that. I don't remember 
sent you telling the whole story at school? No, so. yeah, no. I think we they were getting the kids were getting a little freaked out, so we stopped. Bunch so of pussies. That was probably <laughs> that was probably a good idea. But yeah, I feel like going forward you should do two stories because we're only at a half hour. Ah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, there's there are some other stories. No, not no, it's fine right now. This is the first one. It's a warm up. Yeah, yeah. Going forward though. Although this one looks pretty interesting. All right, well look at this later. White death. I'm just wondering if these are actually like other stories and not just stupid ads. But yeah, all right. I liked um, it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for loving me, and thank you for being there. Uh, this has been Nice Swimmers. Episode number 75. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, congrats. Thank you. Um, That's weird, because my iPad is at 75% battery. Oh my god, my laptop's at 45. That's crazy. Uh, Add 30 to that. I... <laughs> well, um... Happy spooky season, and we'll get back to you soon. Do that one more time. Happy spooky season, and we'll get back to you soon.